Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you like listening to Warriors in Their Own Words, check out our other show, the Medal of Honor podcast. The link is in the show description. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words. In partnership with The Honor Project, we've brought this podcast back at a time when our nation needs these stories more than ever. Warriors in Their Own Words is our attempt to present an unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. Thank you for listening, and by doing so, honoring those who have served. Our guest on this week's episode is Colonel Jack Tamarchio. His stories about his time in uniform are extraordinary, and you can hear them in our main interview. But I wanted to publish this segment separately. It's his reflection, based largely on work and research since leaving the military, about what is happening between Ukraine and Russia. This is an insightful take. So while it doesn't fit our usual format for warriors in their own words, I've decided to share it anyway as a short bonus segment. Here is Colonel Jack Tamarchio. I give a speech um, on on Ukraine. I don't I don't give a speech on the on the military operation because a lot of people you know can see that any, any every day you can turn on the news and there's somebody talking about what the Russians are doing and what the Ukrainians are doing. What I give a speech about a talk about is I try to understand why the Russians do what they do, why they've done what they've done, and. The idea is to is people say, well, you know, Putin's a crazy man. He's a madman. He wants to recreate the Soviet Union. And uh, my my thesis is no, he's he's not a madman. He's not a crazy man. And he doesn't want to recreate the, the Soviet Union. What Putin wants to do, and what is, and, and you have to again understand the, the the way he views the world, and he views the world through the eyes of a a, a Czechist. A Czechist is a, a member of the of the Russian uh, security service as, as far back as the Tsars, uh, but the Cheka. Was the first it was first intelligence service of the Bolsheviks in 1918, and so members of the Cheka became Czechists, and it's now a, a name that's used to basically say that's the IC, the intelligence community, and they believe that they are the true guardians of the of of the of the motherland, the Rodina, and, and they look at the world differently. And and Putin, you know, grew up that way. He grew up in the KGB. He was not a covert officer. He was not a, an operations officer. He was more of an admin officer in East Germany, but he grew up that way. And if you look at the world through their eyes, uh, you know, the Soviet Union and the Russian state, uh, which had grown from the time of Ivan IV the Terrible in the 1580s to 1940 with the, the German invasion of Russia, the Soviet Union, it had grown statistically 150 square miles every single day from 1580s to 1940, statistically, every day it grew, statistically, 150 square miles a day. And in the course of several years, you see 14 of the 15 Soviet socialist republics go away and become independent nations. You see these buffer states, which were 
populated by other countries, other nationalities, not great Russians, Belarusians, Armenians, Estonians, Finns, etc. Then you see the outer buffer states of the Warsaw Pact leave the Warsaw Pact. And then to make matters worse, they join NATO. You see your world falling apart. And that's what he did. So what he's trying to do is he's recre- he wants to recreate the what I would call the, 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 the status quo of the Russian state, whether it's the Russian state of the czars or the Soviets, it's just the Russian state. And so the Russians have a tremendous paranoia about invasion. The big invasions were by the Swedes in the Great Northern War, certainly by Napoleon, and then, of course, by Hitler. But there's been a lot of other smaller invasions uh, by Mongols and, and Turks and different kinds of Circassians have kind of plagued the Russian people. So they have this paranoia of their security. And that's why they were always felt better when they had buffer states around them. And so if you look through the world through his eyes and you look beyond that to what he believes and what those around him believe as the destiny of the Russian state, they look at the Russian state in, in, in almost religious and holy terms. You know, the Russian state is is very linked to Russian Orthodox religion. And they view Russia as the new Jerusalem. They view Russia as the new Rome, as the true Rome, as the true Christian religion. And so they view that and they have, there's been writings going back as far as the 19th century that talks about this importance of Russia to lead what they call the Russian man, the Russian woman, which is viewed as superior to other races, almost like the Aryans of the Germans or Nazi rhetoric. And they view these people, uh, they view they view this mission of their state as their preeminent goal. And so I believe, and I believe if you read a lot of these philosophers, Russian philosophers from the 19th century, the early 20th century, they're espousing the same stuff. And if you look at that stuff, it you know, this guy Dugan, um, whose daughter was killed, He's one of these guys. He's a, a latter-day inheritor of this kind of rhetoric, but he takes his stuff all the way back to the 19th century. Putin and his followers, for good or for bad, they're relying on that kind of philosophy to justify their mission, which is to reclaim these lost lands. And so I believe that's what they're trying to do. And if you look at the world through their eyes, it makes sense. Of course, if you look at the world through our eyes, it it's, does not make sense. It's 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 bold-faced aggression against another state that does not want to be part of the greater Russian state. So that's where I'm kind of coming down on a lot of this stuff, not just the war, but the, the philosophical, intellectual, and historical and religious underpinnings of the war, which I think is really interesting. I think we're in a real dangerous time. Um, I think we have a dangerous time domestically with our country. Uh, I think we have a dangerous time internationally with our peer competitors. And I don't just mean the Russians, but certainly the Chinese. That's the varsity right now. They're not 100 feet tall, but they're very aggressive. I think right now we need we need excellent leadership in Washington. We need excellent leadership in the Congress. We need excellent leadership in the military. Not sure we're getting excellent leadership in, from the politicians and certainly not in the Congress. And uh, I'm really worried about what the next war looks like, especially if it's against the Chinese. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think right now we are in any way ready for that type of a uh, conflict. And that scares me. 
That was Colonel Jack Tamarchio. You can hear our full interview in the main feed for this show. Thanks for listening to Warriors in Their Own Words. If you have any feedback, please email the team at kharbaugh at evergreenpodcast.com. We're always looking to improve the show. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate and review. Warriors in Their Own Words is a production of Evergreen Podcasts in partnership with The Honor Project. Our producer is Declan Roars. Bridget Coyne is our production director, and Sean Rolhoffman is our audio engineer. Special thanks to Evergreen executive producers Joan Andrews, Michael DeAloya, and David Moss. I'm Ken Harbaugh, and this is Warriors in Their Own Words. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.